Welcome to the podcast with me Manish Vyas and uh, as you know we have been uh, sharing some amazing wisdom from some fantastic people related to India music mantra uh, classical music and various other elements of spiritual India and uh, this one is the third and the last in the series of the interview with uh, the great Gundecha brothers in this episode especially we discussed with uh, both this uh, amazing uh, duo about the magic of the sanskrit language uh, we were also fortunate that he they shed some light on some of their suggestions for the sincere people who are really ready to go deeper into the ancient sciences of india about connecting with the real source which will im- eventually help the practitioners to go deeper for more benefit so without any further delay let's dive into this last uh, part of our series of interviews with the amazing gundecha brothers uh sirs we have been discussing also about sanskrit So as far as the language of Sanskrit is concerned could you explain the connection between the sound of a certain word with its form so what i'm trying to ask you is that in other words what is the connection between the vibration of a sanskrit word and its manifestation so as our basic subject is about the language the magic of the language sanskrit and its pronunciation i oftenly say that sanskrit language is completely different from the other languages of the whole world i think other languages were developed or they are meant to communicate your emotions but sanskrit language is not just mean of communication but it is meant to connect you with the almighty something hidden connection between you and the upper world that's why its name is sanskrit sans means well krit means created so the masters rishi munis they created this language and the major difference in this language that in sanskrit pad and padarth pad means text sound word and padarth means material so in sanskrit theory there is no difference between pad and padarth if i say 
Vayu means it is this sound has come from air and this sound Vayu can create air. If I say Agni it means this sound is made of fire and this sound can make fire. So this is very special character which is only only available in Sanskrit language and that's why the mantra theory came only from Sanskrit. Because when you what is the mantra? When you mantra, mantra chanting means you are repetitively doing something. Singing or chanting some words like Namo Narayan, Namo Narayan, Namo Narayan. So it gives you your vibrations and your, your, your uh, pronunciation. Both are making you things happening things happening towards you are going to to the almighty so this is the main character this is the uh, the achievement of this language so that means sanskrit is a very systematic language uh, i have understood that there is a very clear classification and sequence in the alphabet of sanskrit like how the alphabet starts from the deep of the throat all the way to the dental sounds and the sounds from the lips. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? It is the only Sanskrit language where we have explanation. Why ka comes and after ka? Why ka comes after ka? Ka, ka, ga, ga, na. Cha cha ja ja ya, ta ta da dhana, pa pa ba ba ma, ka kha, ga gha, na. Ka, which is udhatya, kha, anudhatya, which is maha prana. Then, ka or ga, this is also a voice, a unvoiced. Ka, kha, ga, gha, na. पांचवा जो है पंचम जो है वो अनुस्वर है तो हमारे पास पांच अनुस्वर हैं न या हना न म एंड दे आर कमिंग इन द एंड इट्स लाइक दंतव्य औष्ठव्य तालव्य स्टार्टिंग फ्रॉम कंठस टू यस औष्ठव्य सो सो it's a very, very well-defined and well-structured. Structured. Very scientific. Mostly, most structured language. That these characters you can never find in any other language of the world. No matter it is how much old. I heard you once saying that it is not a language which has evolved, but it came from the people who were evolved. Generally, languages evolve by time and by practice. But Sanskrit was created by already evolved people. Those who were masters of knowledge. knowledge. 
दोज हु हैड पराभौतिक अनुभूति यू मीन ए कॉस्मिक एक्सपीरियंस दे ब्रॉड दिस लैंग्वेज ऑन दिस अर्थ देखिए भाषा जो है वो तो एक भौतिक क्रिया है उसमें भौतिक इन्वॉल्व है यानी शरीर इन्वॉल्व है वायु इन्वॉल्व है हमारे ईयर इन्वॉल्व है लेकिन यही कमाल है कि एक भौतिक क्रिया किस तरह आपको पराभौतिक बना देती है संस्कृत में वो शक्ति है जो आपको पराभौतिक अनुभूति पर ले जाए कहां से इस भौतिक संसार से सो फॉर द लिस्नर्स आई वॉन्ट टू ट्रांसलेट दिस ब्यूटिफुल पोर्शन वॉट जस्ट रमाकांत जी सेड इज दैट लैंग्वेज इज बेसिकली ए फिजिकल प्रोसेस एंड द बॉडी इज इन्वॉल्व इन इट द एयर इज इन्वॉल्व इन इट अवर ईयर्स अवर अवर माउथ अवर स्पीच ऑर्गन्स आर इन्वॉल्व इन इट बट दिस इज द मेरेकल दैट हाउ ए फिजिकल एक्शन कैन मेक यू कॉस्मिक and sanskrit has that power which takes you on a journey of uh, cosmic experience from where from this physical realm so that brings to my next question uh sir both of you have traveled around around the world especially in the us and europe so i'm sure you are aware about the mantra scene here what are your views and perception about it one way we are always happy that our culture our language our traditions are being appreciated all over world in form of yoga in form of mantra in form of music but at the same time we are also concerned that whether what we are seeing is the real representation or not sometimes it's not it's not it's because uh, uh the as we talked about the mantras pronunciation vibration and especially pronunciation of sanskrit word if it's not correct if it's not pronounced properly then the vibration of the uh, the the text doesn't give you proper effect and that's why the pronunciation in sanskrit is a very very important so sometimes what we see that bhajan kirtan is for entertaining is different thing then we don't want to say anything but if you really if you are concerned for devotion for uh, uh, for uh, you are uh, uh, to go at higher level pronunciation is a very very important factor and sometimes we don't find it so what you have seen 
some people are just interested in entertainment but there are also people who are genuinely interested in authentic so what would be your suggestion or guidance for those people my suggestion is that what they are doing we are appreciating but they should go more deep understand learn and represent the real essence of our vedic tradition of our mantras tradition and i think leave aside all other things it will benefit themselves much more than what they are having today so my request and uh, urge is to get more deep into what you are doing it's for mantras are our upliftment and don't just get involved in entertainment of course it's a by product but we should take it more seriously and make as make it as an instrument to uplift ourselves uma kanji would you like to add uh, something to this uh, as <clears throat> as ramakan told yes uh, this mantras and chanting of uh, mantras should be in the proper way then you yourself and listeners can get the proper uh, proper feeling and result of the uh, that mantra and what you are doing whatever you are doing you will you will get the proper uh result of that mantra only when you will do in a proper way absolutely magan ji you really expressed it so so beautifully uh what importance do you give to learning a particular thing from its reliable source yes as i said that uh, uh we should try to uplift ourselves but that also demands a lot of good training so if you want to learn if you want to know if you want to experience if you want to explore this deepness i think you must learn it from its real source the real knowledgeable people they can let you know the essence of this world and for the people and students who are truly eager to learn indian classical music devotional music or dhrupad what is your suggestion to them to practice any serious art or particularly music i think first when you are practicing it you must concentrate on its very basic fundamentals 
that's important and that's why in our music world it said that whatever you play whatever you practice in music even if you are singing film song no problem but you must get training of fundamentals basics and what are the fundamentals fundamental is sur swar lay taal so i think those who are learning practicing want to develop in in this art they must focus more on swar lay and taal and i think this source are more scientifically thought and practiced in dhrupad tradition so of course you must learn this things before you start your journey i'm sure uh, this wise words from both of you will uh, guide the sincere uh, students of not only indian music but practitioner of anything from the culture of india and will continue to shed a light on their path for ever and ever uh my sincere pranams to both of you and uh, before we end i would like to request you to grace this uh, dialogue this meeting this interview with one devotional offering from both of you as a blessing from both of you for all of us so that we can carry back this fragrances into our lives as a beautiful memory from both of you thank you so much yeah.
What can I say? Such music, such expression, such depth, such serenity. Uh, Ramakanji was right when he said that it takes you from the realm of physical world to a cosmic experience. And truly such geniuses of India continue to share that depth and that amazing uh, beauty and sacredness through their music, through their beings, through their uh, all the sincere training that they have had for years and years and practice. And we are so grateful to interact with these uh, amazing beings. Truly grateful to Gundecha brothers. And uh, uh, as always, we will continue to share such fantastic, deep, amazing wisdoms from India. Thank you. Namaskar. Aham Brahmasmi. Aham Brahmasmi.